Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, or welcome to the bonus episode of Here for the Crock with me, Emma Neal. The bonus episode is where I answer all of your dilemmas, respond to all your queries, all your questions, no matter what topic. You can ask me anything, tell me any tea. There is no judgment here, whether it be relationship struggles, friendship struggles, sex life problems, mental health related struggles, you name it. I'm here to give my two pence. Although I will just add in there that I am by no means a professional and, you know, if you need proper advice, you should go to a professional for that because that's not where you're going to get from me. My Instagram DMs are always open for your dilemmas, so please send them my way and hopefully I will get answering them in one of the bonus episodes. Okay, let's get straight into them. Dilemma number one. I got back with my ex like four times. He's the only guy I've ever been with, but I broke up with him a year ago because I felt stuck and not in love anymore. But since then, I feel like I've gone downhill and keep trying to have him in my life, but I know I still don't want to be with him. So I just keep messing him about, yet if he got a new girlfriend, I'd be distraught. Lol, help, how do I move past the stage it's been a year? Oh my god. (laughs) It's been a year. So I have been on both sides of this situation. I have been the person that has known it's over with the other person and ended it, but dragged it out and tried to keep them in my life for no one else's benefit but my own. Horrible thing to do. (laughs) And obviously the other person kind of wants that as well in a way because, I mean, they're not the one that broke up with you. So they want to keep you in your life as well, in their life as well. And I've also been on the other side of this where someone has broken up with me and they've really messed me about and like, you know, constantly come back to me when it's been very clear that they actually didn't want me in their life. But every time they came back to me, I would get this little like glimmer of hope that maybe they did. But then like reflecting back on it, they never fucking did. Do you know what I mean? It's just hard to see that at the time you kind of think, oh my God, they've come to their senses. They've realized how amazing I am and how they're never going to find anyone better than me. And they've come crawling back and then you're like, oh wait, no, they're still a shitty person. (laughs) They're just trying to teeter me along for their own benefit because I make them feel good. All I can say is that you're actually making it so much harder for both of you. Like you're making it more difficult for yourself because you're not allowing yourself like the space and the freedom to properly move on. And you're also making the breakup for the other person 10 times harder because as I said, like going back to them like that is probably 
making them think that you do actually want them in their lives even though you know you don't and it's giving them this like little glimmer of hope to hold on to which is really unfair on that person. I know a clean breakup where you know that's just it it ends isn't always like in an ideal world a clean breakup would be what happens every time but obviously that's not what happens every time but I think the closest we can get to that is the ideal scenario and by dragging it out for a full year and consistently going back to someone you can't move on they can't move on your heads are both fucked it takes up literally every single millimeter in your brain like there is not one space in your brain left for you to think about anything else trust me it becomes so all-consuming when it's like back and forth like that because there's no consistency you never know what you're gonna get so you're like constantly on edge constantly anxious constantly doubting yourself blaming yourself for things and just in a really weird stagnant headspace because as I said you're not making progress with moving on from the other person but you're also not making progress by getting back together and like working on the relationship so you're just in this really weird stagnant like complete standstill mentally you have literally said it yourself that you know you still don't want to be with them. It's not a case of you questioning whether you actually made the wrong decision and that's why you keep going back to them. Like you point blank know that you don't want to be with them. So do yourself and do them a favor and just cut ties. And look, it is completely normal. You said that the thought of him getting a new girlfriend or being with someone else would make you distraught. That is a completely normal feeling to feel. Everyone ever that comes out of any type of like situationship, relationship, no matter what, it's still really icky and horrible to think about that person being with someone else. And I think honestly that lasts, well, not forever, forever, but like, I don't know. I feel like there's still a part of me, even though I'm like completely moved on from all of my exes a part of you is still like Ugh, the thought of them as someone else makes me feel weird inside like even though you know they are and they know that you are it's still a bit like uh <laughs> in the same way that I'd be like oh I don't like the thought of my boyfriend having been with anyone before me like how dare you <laughs> but that's just what happens in life and you just kind of need to compartmentalize these things and accept that you know, everyone's going to have been with people prior to you and everyone's going to be with people after you. Actually, unless, unless you're staying together forever and getting married, then you'd hope there would be no one after you. So anyway, that's a really normal feeling. And I think you'll probably hold on to that, honestly, for another year down the line. But is that in itself means to go back to the person just because you don't want them to get a new girlfriend? when you know you don't want to be with them no absolutely not I think do yourself a favor do them a favor cut ties draw a line be able to move on it's uncomfortable no one wants to go through that discomfort breakups are horrible you have to do so much self-reflection you have to like spend so much time on your own that you were used to spending with another person that was like so comfortable and like fun to you You've to almost like rediscover yourself entirely and what you like and what you dislike and what your hobbies are and what you like to do at the weekend when it doesn't involve a partner. Like there's so much work you have to do and 
that is not easy and it's not comfortable so like the automatic response is to go back to a person because we searched for that comfort but that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do and in the long run you will thank yourself for cutting ties and moving on because think about it a year down the line you could be fully healed both of you could be fully healed in such a good place have completely like rediscovered yourselves done all the work or you could be a year down the line in the exact same position having just gone back to each other still in the same stagnant place mentally not doing good not moving on just like quite literally in the exact same situation or scenario like I always used to think to myself that I was so annoyed that I went back to someone when I did instead of like doing the work then because I would have saved myself six months of turmoil do you know what I mean so you've done the year you've caused yourself the year of well both of you's you've caused the year of turmoil for both of you to leave it there it doesn't need to be any longer. Do the healing now, do the work. You don't need another year of that, trust me. <laughs> but I get it. I have been the person that's been on the side of this that you're on as well, been trailing someone along when I knew I didn't want them to be in my life as well. And to be completely honest, the only thing that made me stop doing it was someone came into my life that was a distraction. So I stopped talking to the other person, like someone came in that helped me get over them. Sometimes that's what you need. <laughs> You know what? I'm a big believer in that. I think that's what I've needed every time I've gone through a breakup. Someone else to focus on. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Dilemma number two. My boyfriend of two years recently broke up with me because it wasn't working and he was unhappy. I have reason to believe and a gut instinct that he was at the very least texting another girl whilst we were together and has resumed this now that we're separated. The dilemma is... I don't know whether or not to confront him about it given the chance now that we're done as we're still in similar social circles. Part of me thinks this would give me some closure and stop making me feel like it was my fault. However, would knowing he cheated ruin my confidence and give me trust issues going forward or should I just try and ignore it and move on never knowing the truth? But it feels like that's just going to make me tear myself apart with uncertainty. Love the podcast by the way. P.S. Also aware he could just deny it to my face anyway. Okay, so I've never been in a situation where I've thought the other person was like talking to someone else or getting with someone else or anything like that. But I can really imagine how that curiosity or like having that gut instinct would eat you alive. Like I really can imagine tearing myself apart over that. I think it's a natural thing to do like to want to know the truth behind something like that and to know whether you thought you were going crazy or if you were right the whole time. However, I think we're always in search of quote unquote closure and I don't know that getting this closure that we want is ever actually that as beneficial as we want it to be for us. Like we think what we need is closure, but sometimes closure can actually send you off in another spiral. Like in this case, for example, let's say you did go to him and he did tell you the truth. And that's another thing, because as you said, he could just like turn around and not tell you the truth. And then it's like, well, then what was the point in asking? So let's say he did tell you the truth. And sorry, I'm not saying that he did definitely do this, but let's say he did do it and then did tell you the truth. Okay. What's then going to be the repercussions of that? 
are you then going to get so fixated on this other girl and end up spiraling over that and comparing yourself to her and then potentially having trust issues and it being an issue with partners in the future and then maybe it bleeding into other relationships and you having to like check their phone when they're asleep and causing all these like toxic behaviors and trust issues do you know what I mean like what actually comes from getting closure from that because I don't think it's gonna do for you what you want it to do for you I think sometimes the best closure you can get for yourself is like a self-acceptance of the fact that that relationship was not meant to be and no matter what pretenses that happened under it doesn't change the fact that you just weren't meant for each other. And I think coming to terms with that and accepting that instead of holding on to the whys and the what ifs is the most amount of closure you're going to get for yourself or you're going to get through yourself, I guess. And the best kind of closure you can get for yourself, especially in this instance, like you've said in your message, then maybe finding that out would help you to stop blaming yourself. It shouldn't take you finding that out for you to stop blaming yourself. It's not your fault. You cannot go on blaming yourself for something you didn't do. Like you're probably picking yourself apart, thinking of all these things you could have or should have done when ultimately it's not your fault that the relationship ended. Maybe he was texting someone else, maybe he wasn't, but ultimately you weren't supposed to be together and that's not your fault. If anything, let it bring you comfort in knowing that it wasn't supposed to be and you're one person further defining your actual person instead of blaming yourself and don't get me wrong like obviously there's definitely room for reflection and like I think it's really important after a breakup to reflect on your behavior within the relationship and maybe where you went wrong as well as where they went wrong and what you need to improve on going forward and like you know if communication is an issue for you working out how you can be better at that with your next partner I do really think that is important when going through a breakup however in a way that is constructive as opposed to you lying in bed ruminating over the fact that you didn't do this and didn't do that you honestly cannot blame yourself there are so many things that need to work together for a relationship to work you know it's not just like right person right timing it's a combination of so many other things and that not succeeding isn't solely down to you And you're also just not going to get anywhere by sitting there thinking about what you could have done. Like use that energy to think of what you can do in future. But yeah, going back to whether you should ask him or not about the texting, I honestly think you'll find a lot more closure and peace within yourself by just coming to accept it instead of bothering to ask in the first place. Because let's be real, he's probably going to lie about it regardless. I mean, I probably would too if my ex came and asked me something like that. Do you know what I mean? At this stage, he'll probably feel like he doesn't owe it to tell you that. So yeah, take from that what you will. But I feel like the best decision is to not bother and to find the closure within yourself. Okay, guys, that is the end of this week's bonus episode. Remember that my Instagram DMs are always open for your dilemmas and questions. So send them my way for the bonus. I hope you guys have a gorgeous rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you in the main episode next Monday. Bye. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.